The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, hello out there in listening land. This is Vincent Jenna coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Yes, we move through your blocks. We have to discover what your blocks are first And then I dive deep in to give you those answers. And today we're going to do a whole bunch of answers to people's questions. So uh, there's already people calling in. I see that. That's great. I also have several questions that you wrote in, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, I'll also try to get to those who can text in. So if you text a question, it would be to one nine one nine four eight zero one four zero one, and I will do the best to get to as many as possible today. Um, all about relationships is the primary question that you should be asking, uh, because this is the month of love. We celebrated Valentine's Day, which was uh, spectacular for my wife and I. We always have a great time on Valentine's Day. And um, even if you don't have a partner, you're supposed to be celebrating Valentine's Day because it is about love and it's about self-love. It's not just about couple love. In order to have couple love, if you've been listening to my past broadcasts uh, this month, you will learn that it is all about self-love. Even one of my questions is in regards to that today that I am definitely going to get to. And I will get to all my callers. So call in at um, 816-25215. Oh, my gosh, it said so many times. 816 816- Two five one three five five five. If I said that wrong, somebody at the studio correct me. I hear it so many times now I'm saying it wrong. Uh, but you probably know the call in number better than I do. So call in or text in at 919-480-1401. It's too late to write in because I won't be able to go and see those. Uh, Before I get to the call, so hang in there, callers, I do want to remind you, you want to come back next week for sure. I am telling you, my guest, Emily Morse, she has created the most popular program on SiriusXM called Sex with Emily. And I'm going to tell you why it's so important to understand that she's a doctor of human sexuality and relationships. That is her expertise. And here is the most interesting thing, why relationships are so important and getting it right is so important. Our body, we divided it into seven spiritual centers, and we did that because we misused our full power when we first incarnated on the earth. 
So we decided to have a gauge system, a barometer before or governor um, before we get to use our full power again. That's what the chakra system and the spiritual centers are all about. There are seven of them and they're your major glands. Eastern world philosophy doesn't talk about them as glands. Edgar Casey material, which I happen to love the most, talks about them as your glands, the spiritual centers, which control all areas of your life emotionally. And the first spiritual center are your gonads. And the second spiritual center are the cells of the Lydig, which is right above your gonads, both of which control your sexuality, your gender characteristics, what you like and don't like about yourself as the gender you are in this life. And if we can't balance that out first, then we have no right using all of our power. Uh, and the reason why we need to balance that out is because wars have been started over sex. Um, uh, people have been killed over sex. Um, there are so many breakups and the, the, the lack of relationships over sex and gender issues. So having Emily on the air next year, we're uh, next year, next week. We're going to clear up all of those issues. She's an incredible soul and spirit. And I was on her SiriusXM radio show um, not too long ago, back in October, I believe it was, of 2019. And we just have a fabulous time. So she's agreed to be on the show. Please, please, please come back. You don't want to miss that show. Okay. We're going to jump right. I'm not going to waste any time because I've got so many people listening. And and listen, listeners, even though you may not be asking a question or I might not be able to get to you today, you need to listen to the answers for each person because it will, I assure you, apply to you in some way. And here is the wonderful thing about that. We're all connected together, and believe it or not, we're all the same. We have individual personalities and an individual ego, which, by the way, is not a bad thing. You need your ego to identify you different than your brother, sister, and other person out there. You have your own persona. But as far as your emotional needs and as far as your makeup, it's the same as everyone else all over the world. I'm going to tell you that right now. We come from the same material, the same source, the same power. We come from God. And there aren't a, a million and one different aspects to God. There really are a countable number of traits. And we are all those traits. And all the same. And several of our philosophers and doctors and scientists all over the world have discovered that. Carl Jung was very famous for that, one of the earliest researchers who realized that's why he created archetypes, because he realized if you ask a person in the United States what the word mother means, they're going to describe the same type of person as a person in Japan will describe the word mother. And so he figured that the reason for that is because we're all connected to the collective unconscious mind or the mind of God. And it's in that understanding that makes us all the same. Okay, so listen to the answers that I give one, because they do certainly apply to everyone. So call as I am going to to get to you. 347-838-1111. 
Um, uh, what really interesting is I, <laughs> I had somebody write in a question um, that she has been seeing, okay, she's been seeing, I want to make sure that um, I get the the correct question up so the person knows. This is from a person in Florida. I'll, I'll leave you anonymous, right? Here is the question. I'm single, would like to ask about connecting with a love relationship in 2020. Um, I want a committed relationship with someone who will love and accept me as I am, a life partner who is loving and supportive with a great sense of humor, a best friend to love, enjoy life, and grow old with. Um, sometimes these questions get asked as if you're the only one who ever wants anything like that. Um, th that is a common desire for anyone who wants a relationship. I mean, I don't want a boring person in my life. I definitely want somebody with a good sense of humor. Of course, I want a best friend to love, and I want somebody to enjoy life with and that I'm getting old with. So those aspects are for from everyone. Now, here's the interesting thing. You wrote those aspects down as if they need to be in the other person. And as I have said on my past two programs, that attraction has nothing to do with another person person. So you need to get that concept out of your mind and into the idea that if you want those aspects in another person, be sure those aspects are within you. Remember I told you that top 10 list to write down? I need you to title it. Everybody do it again if you haven't listened. If this is the first time that you're listening, everybody will take out a pad and pen and at the top of the page, you're going to write the 10 top traits I want in my partner. I know you can come up with 20 or 30 traits, but I only want you to write down 10 top traits. And after you finish with the 10th one, go back to the title and cross out the word partner and write in the word me, not me, Vincent, me, you. Just write the word me, M-E. So in other words, the title now reads the top 10 traits I want in me. And by working on your top 10 traits, that's how you're going to assure attracting someone with the same types of traits because like attracts like. Opposites don't attract. Work on you. Work on you and I promise you that that's what you will attract in another partner, okay? That's that's very important for everybody to understand is you must, must, must work on you, okay, in order to, to attract what it is that you want in another person, okay? So, so that's really important to know and understand, and that is for everybody. So don't worry about uh, being picky. Don't worry about listing what you want. Don't even worry about assessing another person. You will only attract the person who um, is, is like you at a core level. I'm going to answer one more that was written in a while ago, um, uh, and, and this is going out. You'll know who you are 
Okay. Um, I was wondering, I've been seeing a guy for at least three months and we're both in the early sixties in early sixties. So they're, they're, they're young, young, very young people. I know I'm going to be 65 in a couple of months. So sixties is the new fifties. You know, I was wondering if there's a future with him and also is he cheating on me? Okay. <laughs> people. I, I, this isn't an insult to this person because this is a question I get asked all the time. I'm dating, I'm seeing this person, but is he cheating on me? And is it going to, is the relationship going to last? If you've got to ask the question, if he's cheating on you, then the relationship sucks to start with. Okay, I'm sorry. I've just put it out in plain English. You don't start looking for the problems in a person when you first start dating them. Because again, like I said, like attracts like. You have to you have to trust that if you're working on yourself and you love yourself and you're loyal to yourself and you are not cheating on yourself. And what I mean by that is when your intuition is speaking, are you ignoring it or are you married to your intuition? Are you listening? Are you loyal to your intuition? Or are you ignoring it and going off with your human mind? Because that's that's a, a metaphor for having an affair on yourself, okay? And when you have an affair on yourself, all right, you're going to manifest that somehow in your out of world. And it always looks that way in another person. And usually it's in a, an intimate relationship. So the, the question is, why are you even worried about him cheating on you if you're dating? If he's giving you any signs of that, then you need to be moving on. If he's not giving you signs of that at all, then um, you need to just keep going forward. Now, for me to have to answer that, um, I just did. That's the feeling that I have. I don't feel that you're, you personally are strongly invested in this relationship because there's a negative barrier already. So I would kind of either clean up your area of, of discourse and and uh, conflict and worries. I don't care what your past relationships were. Never, ever, ever, ever judge a new relationship by your past relationships. That's like saying, oh, I went to Vegas last month and won $25,000. I'm going back to Vegas again this month because I know I'm going to win another $25,000. You cannot judge what you're going to win the second time based on what you won or lost the, the first time because everything is different. It starts all over again. The odds and the statistics start all over again. The evidence of a relationship starts all over again. It's only you that can persistently attract the wrong one then if you keep believing that that's all you deserve and you keep unconsciously saying to yourself oh oh i'm not going to have um, a successful relationship because none of my past ones worked either because i'm unlovable then yes you will keep attracting the same one over and over but it is not written in stone that that's the way you look at a relationship Heal what's inside of you before you can make a good relationship, and then you'll know whether or not the person you're with, it, you can move forward with. And um, yeah, is there a future with him? Well, uh, like I said, you, you, you've got the answer to that now, okay? 
All right. So that is some of my written in questions. Let's go online. Um, I am going to go to Amy. Amy from San Diego, you're on the air with me. How are you today? Hey, Vince, I'm good. I think you know who I am. I already wrote a question. Oh, you, you got a lot of noise in the background, hon. If you can just um, um, speak up a little bit louder. And, and just, I did receive something from you, but as long as you're on the air, why don't you ask it to me? Okay, great. I did, I did write a question into you. We were emailing. And I also wanted to update it more clearly, too, is I, I think my relationship problem is really with money, not valuing who I am as much as love is important. And I think that's my whole trip in life is I just don't value who I am. And I'm frustrated because I have to pay a late fee for not renewing my license in time. It's $180. You know, and I, I, I'm starting to get it now. Okay, wait. Let's back up. Let's back up. You're saying, you're thinking that your issue is not about love, but about valuing who you are. Is that is that correct? Right. There's something, oh. there seems to be a block with me not valuing and loving myself. Well, there you go. It is about love then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's about love. It's about self-love. And, and here's the thing. This is what I want you to think of because, yes, you're right, because that's where exactly where I was going with this and why things are getting blocked in your life in any way. And it can be all areas of your life. This is and I, and I need everybody to listen to this, too. This is a great question, Amy. I need everybody to picture themselves as garden hoses. You're a garden hose and you're attached to the spigot outside and the water is full blast on. You turn the water completely on that hose. All right. All right. Now, as long as that hose is completely uncoiled, you can use it and the water coming out for anything you want. You can fill up the pool. You can wash your car, wash the house, take a shower if you want, take a drink. But if there is a kink anywhere in the hose, it impedes the flow of the water, it can stop it altogether, and then you can't do anything with the water that is there. And it's the same thing about using the force, using the God force, the creative forces that we are connected to. If there is any kink in any area of your life, you can absolutely slow down and impede all of the creating that you want to be doing in all other aspects of your life. So a lack of self-love, Amy, and self-worth is going to hinder every single aspect of your life, or at least can. It's going to affect your love relationship. It's going to affect your finances. It can affect your career. It can affect your health. So when people are asking me, why am I having all of these different problems and they're not relating them together, don't compartmentalize. We are not supposed to compartmentalize. We compartmentalize as humans out of a defense mechanism. We figure if we can separate areas of our lives, we can work on them one at a time. And if one fails, we still have the others. And that's actually false and not the way it works. So... Your love life and lack of it is also going to be reflected in other areas of your life because it's stemming from the same reason and you stated it. I don't love myself and feel my value. So why then should anything in your life work out? Can you see that now? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can see where my body is just retaliating physically. And yeah. this whole somersault, yeah, this whole somersault the last few months of, oh, should I renew my license and not feeling worthy because my body feels so crappy. And I, I'm, I'm starting to see this so clearly. And I'm, I want to laugh at myself, but it's a painful $180, uh, you know, investment in a lesson. You know, useless waste of money in my heart, but I guess I needed to learn it. Yeah, and you know what? Okay, and and I want to tell you about the license. You can, if you don't want to renew it, you don't have to renew that license because you can go on doing other things. All right. Um, because here is the thing: I am not feeling. And correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that license for your physical therapy? For massage therapy. Massage therapy. Oh, that's what I meant. Not physical therapy. Massage therapy. Exactly. Well, actually, um, you're starting to get tired doing massage therapy. Um, your body is, and what's going to happen, it will, if you do continue and you don't have the passion to do that anymore because you're getting tired, your body unconsciously will begin to break down and give you a reason to get out of the field. I'm saying you're beyond that. You don't need to do massage therapy. You can do hands-on healing. You can do um, spiritual counseling healing. You can do all other aspects of healing as long as you begin to start believing in yourself and that you're worth it. Listen, you were drawn into the field of helping to start with. That was your soul, hon. There was nothing wrong with that. That was trying to let you know you have value. Otherwise, you wouldn't have even been drawn in that direction. So, of course, right now you're going to be financially strained because it is so difficult for you to believe that you have any worth whatsoever. But I need you to look in the world, Amy, today. I want you to answer me and think, do you think the world needs more or less helpers today? What do you think? Oh my God, we are way overdue. We're bankrupt on helpers. <laughs> we oh, right. Exactly. So, so here, you care about helping. Is that not the number one qualifier for a helper? I want to go down dying helping people. I don't ever want to retire. Of course you don't. All right. So isn't there value in that then, Amy, or is that worthless? That desire, is that worthless or valuable? What do you think? Of course it's valuable because it is actually void in the world today. There aren't as many. We need more helpers because of the pains that are going on, not less. And I know, I know it's really difficult to say, oh, why me? There's so many out there already. No, the only ones you hear of are the ones that are maybe have great marketing and they put out a book. Here's the, the funny thing about that is... There's so many things and places I want to go, right? But because I don't have a famous book out there yet, it's harder for me to get into those places. They figure if you've got a famous book out there, you're going to have followers. And that's just actually not true. Jesus never wrote a darn book, okay? And he had followers because of word of mouth, because of the work he did and the intention. And any spiritual teacher and helper wound up getting that, that 
that uh, the notoriety through their work and not necessarily because they had a television show or that they had a book out there. So you've got to trust that because your intention is pure and you have the passion that that alone makes you unique and valuable and the universe will absolutely direct people to you in your direction but it all stems and starts with you it's it starts with your self-belief 2020 is actually meant for you to be catapulted further in advancing your career the reason why you may be experiencing some negative stuff is what i said at the beginning of the year in one of my early broadcasts about 2020 if you have any negative self-beliefs, you are going to conflict with the forward-moving energy because you're resisting it. So it's like you're applying the brakes, Amy, while the universe is applying the accelerator. And you're doing it at the same time, but you will lose if you don't take your foot off the brakes. Go with the flow, get out there and start healing and mostly pro proclaim it, proclaim it and tell the universe, I am worthy, bring it on, bring it on now, here I am, here's my hands, here's my mouth. Archangel Michael said, you're a perfect speaker, why aren't you doing a lot of talking and healing rather than physical massaging and healing? He yeah, said, talk. The reason I was thinking to keep the license was just to have a license to touch because it's a touchy subject in California to be insured. No. You, have yeah, to it is. you know what? There are so many people with these supposed license and certifications out there. It has nothing to do with that anymore. It's not impressive. What is impressive is your energy. Put the right energy out and it will bypass the greatest expert out there with the most letters at the end of his or her name. Do you understand that? Oh, yeah. I have a history of lessons in life. I've, I've learned painfully. Yeah. I, yeah I now is the time. Now is the time, Amy. And down in San Diego, they need you. Go at it. Proclaim it loudly within your own voice out to the universe because that's how you direct the energy. Okay, hon? You're going to be okay? Go for it. Thank you. Wonderful oh. show. Thank you. Thank you very much for writing in and listening, Amy. You take care now. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. So, yeah, people, it starts and ends with you, quite honestly, everything, but we're going to keep going. Um, I've got another caller on the air. Um, Marty, you're on the air with the Stop Stopping Yourself show. How are you today, and what is your question? Hey, uh, Vincent, how are you doing? Uh, this is I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. Uh, my main question is actually the relationship I'm in with my girlfriend after eight years. Uh, she feels like she doesn't trust me because I hold things back. If I meet with certain friends, I'm kind of hesitant to say stuff to her and hope, you know, thinking that it's going to upset her if I was with a friend. So, okay, Marty, Marty, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you. I want commercial. you to hold that question. We got a commercial break coming up right now. So you stay right with us. Okay, Marty? Great. Thank you. Thank you. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. 
Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Thank you for joining me today on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Yes, this is Vincent Jenna. And if you are just joining us, I am answering psychic, um, giving psychic messages and answers to relationship questions since this is the love month. And just before we left, um, uh, we had Marty asking a question. So I'm sorry about that, Marty, for interrupting you. But go ahead, buddy. We're all listening now. What is your question? No, my question is, as far as my relationship right now, I've been with uh, my lady for the last eight years. And there's, there's been a lot of problems within the relationship in the last couple of years. And she doesn't feel like she trusts me. Because uh, sometimes I hold back telling her the truth. If my ex-wife would call, uh, I didn't want to burden her with that particular stuff that she has to deal with. And she just felt like I wasn't being truthful with her. And then she said that, but if you're gonna, if we're gonna be partners, you have to share everything with me. So I just need to deal with some things. Is it something that I should try to work on, or is it something that the relationship maybe doesn't have? any light at the end of the tunnel. I just wanted to kind of get your point of view. I'll give you my point of view for sure, Marty. Thank you for that question, because that actually is a a, a very important question that so many, especially men have, because Uh men don't necessarily share their emotions. Um, But this is the most important thing is something that you did say. And and the reason why she's having some issues um, is about honesty. Okay, honesty is the only way to have a relationship. And and here again is the thing. I keep bringing it back to us personally and not the other person. You were listing issues that she has about you. Right. And each Mm -hmm. of you actually have issues. She has trust issues because of her past. And you have hurts and pains because of your past. And I'm not talking about your past marriage. I'm talking about your past childhood, okay? All the way back because that's where it stems from. Neither one of you have experienced true unconditional love because it is a fearful, emotional, needy love right now, which is why it's wavering and why it's been up and down for the past several years. By now, you're adults. You're not kids anymore. By now, you should know whether or not you can be in a committed relationship. So this has nothing to do with her at all, and it actually has nothing to do with you on her end. It both Mm -hmm. of you need to be working on your own pains because whenever... Okay, we are with another person to learn more about ourselves. You don't trust yourself and she doesn't trust herself. That's why she doesn't trust you. And and whatever issues that that you have of her could be some similar ones because you will always have manifested in your outer relationships, what's going on inside of you. I will say that again so you and everybody can understand this. You will only experience in another person what's going on with inside of you. So if she, I'm talking on her end now, because she doesn't trust herself, 
because she uh -huh. wasn't taught to when in her youth. She was not made to feel secure about who she is. Therefore, she doesn't trust herself. And because she doesn't trust herself, she's not going to trust anyone else in the world because it's going to come out that way. And the interesting thing is she will attract relationships that will validate that for her. So in other words, when you don't believe you can trust somebody, I don't trust this guy, right? right. Then I can assure you this guy is gonna be doing things that are untrustworthy. And quite honestly, she's right. You are doing things untrustworthy because you have not lost feelings for your wife, my friend. And she's mm -hmm. right in not trusting you because that is the only reason why you would not share those those communications with her. Because there is something else going on in there. It has nothing to do with, it sounds very altruistic that you care about her and you don't want to stress her out, but that's baloney. And you've seen every single movie and television show that shows the girlfriend being completely pissed off at yeah. the boyfriend or the husband. You're communicating with your ex and you don't even tell me. You're having lunch with your ex and you don't even tell me. Okay, so yeah. there is still some kind of an emotional affair going on between you and your ex. And that's the reason why for seven years you said you've been dating this girl. Yeah, eight years. Okay, and it hasn't gone any further than that. Right. <laughs> because neither one of you are in a position of self-trust and neither one of you have healed from your past hurts and pains. Right. And you need to do that. something about that. Yeah, because even last night, she was having anxiety in bed. We tried to go to bed, go to sleep earlier, and we couldn't get to sleep. We listened to one of the old Nor George Norrie shows on dealing with soul communication and everything and, and past life. And she goes, well, you're not my soulmate. Out of the blue, she just says this to me. And I'm gone. Well, that really makes you feel good when you're trying to go to bed at night. So uh, we're in a kind of rocky situation right now, but all that information that you just gave me right now is just really amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm not done. I'm originally from New Jersey, you can tell. I know, I know you are. All right, so, so listen to me. When a woman intentionally does something to get your goat, it's because uh -huh. she's wanting to know if you care. Okay. That's why they will turn around in the middle of the night um, at the most appropriate time, uh, unappropriate time, <laughs> and turn around and say something like that. You're not my soulmate. You really don't yeah. care. You don't really yeah. love me. To see how much it really affects you and bothers you. That is the, the little kid inside of us. We do that. You know, we purposely act bad with our parents sometimes to see if they're going to reprimand us and to show if they care or not. You know, so we actually carry that through in our adult lives by our arguments and the way we talk with each other. Uh, right. That's not what she's saying and she's meaning. And quite honestly, Marty, you're not necessarily acting like a soulmate if you're hiding anything from her. Yeah. So true. this is this is what you have. My recommendation is for both of you and what I'm seeing psychically. Okay. I do not feel that this relationship is ended yet. I don't feel you've done your work at all. The both mm -hmm. of you need to be doing self-healing work. You need to resolve things about your ex 
And she oh. needs to resolve things about her past, but you need to be doing that together. My wife and I have been together for 47 years now, married for 42 years. We wow. know something about a perfect and wonderful relationship because it is not just a tolerance marriage. It is an mm -hmm. absolutely head over heels in love with each other marriage, okay? And That's the awesome. reason why it's become that way is because she works on her insecurities and I work on my insecurities because of our past stories, but we do it together. We'll read a book and we'll discuss it together. We watch a movie and discuss it together. We do something spiritual and discuss it together. You guys are not discussing bookkiss together. Okay, you're discussing what you don't like about each other, but you're not discussing the deep stuff about what's hurting you about yourselves of hurting. Uh -huh. Like, what does it still you haven't healed from your divorce yet? You think you mm -hmm. have, you haven't. It's the residual in there. And, and right. for the need to be able to communicate with your ex, um, other than having children together, there should be no need to communicate with your ex. Because that only keeps exacerbating the issues. Both of you need to be moving on. There's nothing wrong with being amicable if you happen to come across each other at Whole Foods or Wegmans one day. Yeah. But to be communicating continuously when you have a girlfriend already who you should be sharing your thoughts and views with, that's something you've got to take care of. So if you want an unconditional loving relationship that you truly deserve, then heal what is unhealed inside of you. And that's for 2020. If you right. don't, you will continue to be single for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. So now, much. Marty, I know you're a good looking guy and you can get plenty of girls to go to bed with you because Archangel <laughs> Mike told me that. But your soul wants a little bit more than that. I know that it wouldn't have bothered you that she said you're not my soulmate if you really didn't care so yeah. i would work on the fact that you do care and use that as a motivation to do the healing work you both deserve to do okay right thank you i mean i feel like i'm just stuck you know i i, I moved from california arizona here and i just feel like i'm in a different area, you know. But Remember I what I said to the, uh, you were on the air. You should have been at least listening when I was talking to the caller before. If you don't in find self-worth, right. If you don't find self-love and self-worth in yourself, you're not going to be happy no matter what you're doing and no matter where you are. It starts right. and ends with you and you have to hear little Marty because right. apparently your grandmother is telling me that there has been a lot of pain in your past from both your parents. And so there's a lot of healing that needs to be done. You understand that? Yes, I do. Then do that because you're worth it, okay? Okay, thank you so much, Vincent. All you're right, back. thanks for calling in, Marty. You okay. take care now. Take care, all right, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Wow, it does get intense out there, people. You hear, you, you hear some of the questions. And you know what's really interesting? You know, everybody calls me a great psychic, but it's so funny because when I do have callers on the air or if I'm at an event and people are asking me questions, other people in the audience know their answers. They see it clearly. They're going, 
What do you mean you're communicating with your ex-wife? Of course she's going to be upset and you're not sharing that. You know, that can be seen by so many others. It's so hard to see our own issues and our own answers. So that is very normal. And we have to understand that it's, you know, everybody else can have the answers for everybody else. But it's more important to have the answer for yourself. And if you can find it in others, for others, it actually still lies there with inside of yourself. It's just harder to accept. Okay. Um, I do have some other callers. Uh, not, I'm sorry, not callers, but other questions. And again, if you have a call or any listener, you can e even call in anonymously and not give your name. And I won't announce it on the air. Um, at um, just. Call in, um, you know, um, you know the number now, 816-251-3555, or text me a number, uh, a question. I have a question that was text to me that I'd like to answer now. And this is sad. I get this a lot. I get people who are in marriages, and they've been in marriages for a long time. Um, sometimes it's not as long, but a situation like this one that I'm about to share with you comes up. But they get into these marriages and it becomes more of a habit and then it's difficult and it's mostly on the part and I, I mean I hate to say this but it's mostly on the part of the woman where the woman wants to move on but she doesn't and she doesn't because she's become fiscally um, uh, dependent on her husband um, uh, maybe doesn't have uh, the financial means to go out on her own, doesn't have a, a lucrative job, that happens a lot, um, has, uh, is worried about then taking care of the children. See, it, it rarely is it the male that worries about going out on his own uh, because he's used to that. Uh, men have been socially trained to be self-sufficient. And we understand that females have been socially trained to be more dependent. Now, of course, thank goodness in the modern age, they realize that they're just as equal as men, but it still comes down to the children. Um, a, unfortunately, men, and don't be bashing me and be sending me emails and negative emails, it is changing, but men are more capable of walking away from their children than mothers are. I'm going to be the first to admit that because I can't tell you the number of men who I've had to bash for doing that, including one of my own friends. I'm sorry. He just, because he wants to, you know, go pursue his own career will you know, go out into the world and has. And meanwhile, his kid is another state away or two and um, doesn't get to see him all the time after a divorce. Um, men do that. Now, why do men do that? Men do that because of the emotional pain. Um, but in it and 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 men feel that they can go out and and get another girl right away. OK, women don't do that. Women will tend to stay more on their own. That is not the rule of thumb, because I also know some women who can't ever be alone. And that's why they keep replicating bad relationships and convincing themselves they're in good relationships because they don't know how to be on their own. But it stems from the same reason of that they were socialized to become more and be more dependent. So so I hear that leads me into this question, right? 
I have a very sick husband, but he cut off our love long ago. I care for him with resentment. What to do? All right, listener. And this goes for everybody else, because this actually was a situation that is close to home for me and a family member. Now, listen, listen to the question again. I have a very sick husband, but he cut off our love a long time ago. So that makes it sound that the love was cut off way before he got sick. Now she wants to know, what do I do because I'm staying there with him? And now she's taking care of him. And of course, now she'd feel guilty leaving. But my question to this person who wrote in is, why now? Why did you wait so long? You want to know what to do? You need to leave a long time ago. When you first felt his love being cut off and there was no help for either one of you or there was no help for at least him he didn't want to go along with getting any help then you're the one who should have been moving on now now here's the situation he gets sick and you're stuck there so people ask me these questions all the time do you know that we do come to points of no return we are unlimited beings however we can create circumstances for ourselves that reach a point of no return. For example, um, and it has a lot to do with illness, you know, how severe an illness gets. You know, before we become ill, we should be working on ourselves to keep our bodies in balance. And that's all self-love, care, and work. However, there are times that our bodies will then go where because we're stuck in the mundane world and we're stuck with some old attitudes and our um, lives will go in a negative direction and we become ill. Now, the moment we become ill and have traces of illness, we still have the capacity to be able to heal that. And actually, we have the capacity to be able to heal that even up to moments before we're about ready to cross over. However, I'm going to say, let's, I'm going to say this. Even though we have that capacity, the reality is that we lack such faith and self-belief in ourselves that by the time we become ill, that's the most difficult point and time to start believing that we can reverse that, to start believing that we are unlimited. Now, that's not impossible because many, 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 many thousands of people across the world, and I, I would even venture to say millions of people across the world, have been able to reverse their illness. I know Louise Hay has. That's why she became so famous and wrote her book and created uh, one of the largest self-help and spiritual book publishing companies in the world because she reversed her stage four breast cancer and so many others who have been in stage four, okay, have been able to reverse things. However, it does take an undying faith and passion to be able to do that. Okay. Now, this person who wrote this in, so your love was cut off by your husband. So, and you did nothing about that. That indicates that your faith and belief in yourself was pretty weak at that point. Okay. 
Now you're telling me that he is ill and you care for him with resentment. That is another sign that you are doing absolutely nothing for yourself. So to have the faith now to be able to make a change is going to be the most difficult thing you have ever done for yourself. So you have two choices. You can either, and this is what I'm feeling, this is a psychic answer. Yes, you have created almost a point of no return for you, but there is still a possibility. You can have the faith and the belief in yourself that you can still move on and give him over to the universe that he will be taken care of by somebody else. Remember, his illness and his choices are his responsibility, not yours. The life he manifested for himself in his illness, even if it's a terminal illness, is a life he manifested for himself. You had no participation in that manifesting. However, you can help him in his weakness today by asking the universe to step in and get him the guidance and the help and the care that he needs without you. And in any uh, case, even if you stay, you should be asking for that because you shouldn't be doing this alone. No one person was meant to suffer while helping another person. Okay, that, that is ridiculous. It's not about suffering. If you're suffering because you're helping another person, you're neither helping the other person nor are you helping yourself. You're just there as a body. Just understand that. I was a hospice social worker. I completely understand that, had seen it in all the caregivers and told them you are not doing that family member any service if every time you're trying to do something, you're hating it, it's hurting you because they are going to be upset when they cross over that they caused that to you. You're resentful now, which is hurting yourself more than anything else. And you can't wait until the person dies and it gets better. You have to make the effort and the change now. If you make the effort and the change now with the faith that both you will be able to make it and your husband will be taken care of, then that's exactly how it will turn out. However, if your guilt and if your lack of self-belief is stronger, you will stay there and continue to hurt alongside. And you will have to deal with the resentment before, during, and after, because you will resent yourself even after he crosses over because you would have denied yourself fulfillment of your life. Now, we may turn around and say, well, I'm sacrificing my life in order to help him. No, no, no. Got to understand something. Um, there is no such word as sacrifice in God's language. We put it in there. And we put it in there in our religion. And we put it in there the moment we said God sacrificed his only begotten son for our sins to be healed. That was the most nonsensical phrase and philosophy 
ever created. Well, there's more, I would say, on top of that, but that's a pretty nonsensical one. Why would God need to sacrifice anything for us just to have our sins forgiven? All he would have to do, if that was the case, was just forgive them. That's it. Sins forgiven. You know, now all we have to do is go to confession. That's easy. So no, he had to have Jesus killed. That's number one. And then the concept that Jesus sacrificed anything, he didn't sacrifice his life. He gave it willingly and lovingly to prove a point of how strong you can be connected to the God source, that you don't have to hurt somebody, kill someone. Oh, he didn't want to be crucified. I can assure you that. That's the reason why he was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he had all those doubts and fears because he knew something was going to happen. He didn't know all the details, that's for sure. And he was like, no, why does that have to happen at all? Why do I have to hurt it all? But he willingly gave into it because he knew that fighting it and killing and defending himself was the wrong choice. And he needed us to see how to make a higher choice and that the only way to make higher choices is when you are that connected to the God source, okay? So this is for everyone to hear right now because we're coming close to the end of the show. You are not meant to sacrifice your life in love for anyone. If you want to give it and share your life, then that's the way it's supposed to be. So all your you people um, who have relationship issues, this is all about you. It's never about the other person. Heal yourself, you heal your relationship. Love yourself, you attract and have more love in your life. And if it's not there, move on, move forward. Whether you're in a bond with somebody or not in a bond with somebody, you're in a bond with yourself and God first. And that is what you must honor. I want to thank everybody who joined me today and listened listened in and wrote in and called in. You help get the message out there by asking the questions you do. Remember to join me next week with Sex with Emily. We're going to be talking more about relationships, healthy, and how to balance out the number one spiritual center in our bodies, our gonads, so that we can move beyond that and get to higher levels of who we are. So thank you all. Have a wonderful week, and God bless you all. Remember, stop stopping yourself and become unstoppable, and you do that by loving yourself first. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.